the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Now it's time to think and discern. This is Bob Bernie Live. This is Bob Bernie Live, and we're on the road. We're at the Akron Fairlawn Hilton Hotel, where the big Freedom Banquet, sponsored by the Ohio Christian Alliance, will kick off tonight. And for the first time, uh, I think I've been to every one of the banquets that Chris Long and the Ohio Christian Alliance have supported. Uh, But for the first time, they have a candidates forum tonight. In fact, they pushed the date back uh, earlier for the Freedom Banquet so that it would be before the primary coming up because of the hotly contested Senate run on the Republican side here in Ohio. An incredibly important election coming up, an incredibly important primary, and that's why it is a privilege and an honor to welcome to the program live here, I wanted to say in studio, I'm so used to that, here at the hotel, Bernie Marino. Bernie was born in Bogota, Colombia. At age five, his uh, American dream became true, became an American citizen at 18. Most of you are familiar with the uh, success he had in car dealerships and so forth. And then for some weird, strange reason, he decided to go into politics. Bernie Marino, welcome. Thank you for joining me. But what in the world were you thinking? <laughs> to do the interview or to be a politician? No, well, yeah, well, yeah, to do the interview. This Bernie guy, why in the world? No, you were a successful businessman. You had it easy, and now you're in the down and dirty business of politics. I always like to know why. You know, it's pretty easy. Uh, the country, I love this country, Bob. I love this country like you do. It's the greatest gift my parents gave me was bringing me here. What we're seeing is this country taking off a cliff. It's not going to be the same country that we think of as America pretty soon if we don't do something about it. And the reason it's happening is because we keep sending job-seeking career politicians to Washington, D.C. Going to Congress, going to the House of Representatives of the United States Senate was never intended to be a jobs program for people who couldn't make it in the private sector. Right. And right. unless us who are in the business world go in and say, you know what, even though it's a sacrifice, we could go out, I could go out and make a lot more money and staying in the private sector and not put my life through a blender. But if we're not willing to stand up and fight for this country by going there to actually serve, knowing, most importantly, that we're going to come home at a specific period of time, not serve forever, we will never change this country. And I think at this point, the days of not uh, engaging as a business person are over. These job-seeking career politicians are just going to take this country off a cliff, and I'm not willing to sit back and watch that happen. All right. Have you been surprised at the viciousness of the attacks from candidates in your own party? No, I think it's uh, it's part of politics. You know, President Trump and I talked about that. He said, you know, I'm going to give you my endorsement. And once I do, just wait to see what happens. And, of course, that's exactly what happened. It doesn't surprise me. You know, it's it's different than in business because typically in business you talk about your own 
value proposition, like why are you the right person? Uh, in politics, they say, hey, the other guy's bad. And they make up things. They twist facts. Uh, they can't stand on their own two feet, which is a little bit sad, honestly, because you think that after 30 years in elected office between the two of them that they should be able to say, I did A, B, C, and D, and this is why you should elect me, instead of uh, taking personal cheap shots. I just, I just won't do it. I don't think be, th those kinds of campaigns, to me as a voter, are not effective. So I just won't do it other than to say both of my opponents are nice guys. They haven't been so nice to me. Uh, but uh, I'm going to focus on why you should vote for me. Voting started yesterday. You could vote today. You could vote tomorrow. Vote right up until March 19th. All right. I don't do ambush interviews, so I warned Bernie that I was going to ask him about the elephant in the room concerning his campaign. If you're a conservative Republican, you are assumed that you are thoroughly pro-life. It has come out that when you were on the board of the Cleveland Foundation, the Cleveland Foundation gave over $2 million to abortion uh, entities, including Planned Parenthood. And obviously, this has been used as an attack against you. Bernie Marino is not pro-life. He didn't personally approve of it, but he didn't resign in protest. I, I want to hear your side, because well, I've I only heard the other side. Yeah, no, that's easy. Listen, these are donor-advised funds. So the money comes from a donor to the foundation. They direct the giving. The reason I went on that foundation board, now the reason I think conservatives need to go into these boards, we can't give these institutions up to the liberal, to the liberal lunatics, uh, Bob. We have to go in the fight. We, that's why I joined the board of the Cleveland Clinic, Metro Health, the American Red Cross, the Greater Cleveland Partnership, the uh, Metro Health System, uh, Tri-C, CSU, because you have to go into the belly of the beast. Okay. If we don't do it, it'd be like saying, why did you run for school board if we're having CRT in our schools? Don't even go into the school board. No, you go in there okay. to make change. While you were on the board, were you aware that money from the foundation was going to abortion? Absolutely not. But it, I wouldn't have any ability to change that anyway. So it wasn't that wasn't. So you were not aware of it? No, at of, all. Cor of course not. The foundation gave away probably $100 million a year. The board voted on the bigger projects like funding, scholarships for kids at Tri-C, saving Playhouse Square, uh, putting money into uh, education programs at CMSD. Those types of contributions were not approved by the board because they were donor-advised funds. But here's the point. You're in there to make certain that you're not taking the investment money and creating giant ESG funds, which is what they wanted to do. In fact, Bob, I was so much a pain in their rear end that for the first time in 110 years they voted me off of their board because they couldn't stand to have a conservative on that board so my my advice and by the way now we have some good conservatives there's a gentleman named david heller that's now on that board that's taken the mantle of being the conservative on that board we can't give up on these institutions if we do we're giving two and a half billion dollars of the money to the radical left we and by the way let me just say the people on that board are very, very liberal. We had some very aggressive conversations, uh, but relative to Planned Parenthood, that never came up to the board. And here's the ultimate irony of this conversation, Bob. There's three of us on the, in this race, as you know. Only one of us has ever given one cent of their own money to pro-life causes. Think about that for a second. <laughs> Matt Dolan is fabulously wealthy, has not given one cent of his own money to a pro-life cause. Frank LaRose will say that he's the poor guy in the race. His family owns an Anheuser-Busch distributorship. 
His family's very wealthy. He has, according to his financial disclosure, a million dollars in the bank. He gave a quarter of a million dollars to his campaign. He couldn't write a $50 check to a pregnancy center. He couldn't give a $100 check to protect women in Ohio. Zero. And for him to attack me, who's given hundreds of thousands of dollars, hundreds of thousands of dollars to pregnancy centers, to school board members, to pro-life causes, to protect women in Ohio alone, I gave $100,000 to. But that's the ultimate irony in politics because facts can't get away in the way of a good story, right? So the reality is this is why Ohio Right to Life endorsed me. Now, they also endorsed Frank LaRose. Uh, because he does have a voting record that was pro-life. Mm-hmm. But again, I would ask him, have you ever put your own money where your mouth is? And the answer is no. All right. We're talking with Bernie Marino. Can you stay one more segment, Bernie? Of course, absolutely. All right. We're talking with Bernie Marino, candidate for U.S. Senate. We need to take a quick break. We are broadcasting live from the Akron Fairlawn Hotel, where the Freedom Banquet will take place tonight, sponsored by... The Ohio Christian Alliance Candidate Forum at 6 o'clock. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. Radio that makes a difference. Makes a difference. This is Bob Bernie Live. Indeed, it's Bob Bernie Live, and we're on the road. We're in Akron, Ohio, at the Akron Fairlawn Hilton, the site of the Freedom Banquet, sponsored by the Ohio Christian Alliance. And uh, sitting across the table from me is Bernie Marino, candidate for the United States Senate. Bernie, have you always been pro-life or was there a pivot point where you suddenly realized the value of unborn life? No, I've always been pro-life. I'm the youngest of seven kids. My dad was one of 11. My grandfather was one of 23. Uh, Oh, my goodness. Pro-life culture is very deep in South America. Uh, when When you're a Catholic and you grow up there, you're... Faith teaches you that life begins at conception. It's not confusing to us uh, there. Uh, And certainly that was the uh, philosophy my parents instilled in us. I have four kids of my own. Uh, When two of my kids were pregnant, uh, my wife was pregnant with my two boys, two doctors, two different situations, both of the boys in utero tested positive for Down syndrome. Now, it turns out they didn't end up having it. It ended up being a false positive. But the reason I share this story with you is that in both situations, again, two years apart, two different cities, two different doctors, they both were told, uh, the advice from the doctor immediately on the spot was to have an abortion. 90%. 90% in America. Yeah. But, but there wasn't even a conversation to say, hey, here are your options. Here's what you should do. It was, you should abort. Now, that has to be changed. So we have a pro-life culture. Right, because when you say that to a vulnerable young couple, mm-hmm. uh, you make a decision that you then possibly could regret for the rest of your life. So for me, uh, there is no question Im- or ambiguity as to whether life begins at conception. I obviously believe that it does. But you're singing my song because issue one, I think, taught us you can pass laws, but if you don't change hearts, you haven't accomplished anything. Right. And that's what we have to do. And I think what we have to understand is that everybody in America is with us. 
So as a senator, what we're going to do is make certain that we have a pro-life culture. What does that mean? Make it less expensive to have a child, make it less expensive to raise a child. It's really expensive to raise kids in America today. Mm-hmm. In fact, it's, distra- it's keeping a lot of people from having kids. Let's make certain that women have access to good health care, women have access to good contraception, that we have adoption services readily available, that we make certain we fund pregnancy centers and absolutely zero funding for Planned Parenthood in any way. Because what Planned Parenthood does is say, well, the money doesn't go to abortions, but you and I know money's right. fungible. Right? Sure. So that shouldn't be controversial. And let's get to a place where we, can we be even like the most liberal country in, in Western Europe and have a 15-week floor that says after 15 weeks there has to be some common-sense restrictions on abortion so that we do not have elective late-term abortions. Sherrod Brown is a complete radical on this topic. Mm-hmm. He thinks abortion should happen right up until the moment of birth for any reason whatsoever. Uh, he, he is somebody who voted against the Infant Born Alive Protection Act, which says in a botched abortion, the doctor's not even allowed to give the baby life-saving care. That's not where America, most Americans are. And I think we can get to that place. And then we have to recenter America. If we rebuild our industrial base, make certain that people have hope and see an American dream, which means a growing, thriving middle class, a lot of these social issues start to become easier to solve when you have a strong family unit as a core of public policy. All right. You're running on the Republican ticket. Would you agree with me right now that the Republican House of Representatives, the the Republicans in the House of Representatives are a mess and at times come across as a clown show? Uh, What has happened to the unity? When we look at the liberals, when we look at the Democrats, man, they walk in lockstep with each other. We look at the Republicans. I don't know that I have ever seen Republicans in Washington, House of Representatives more than the Senate, but I don't think I've ever seen them more divided. If you are elected and become one of the senators from Ohio, what do you think you can do to deal with some of the disunity and um, the, the, the mess that the Republicans have become? Well, we we have a problem in the House because we don't have the Senate. So the frustration for the House members is that whatever happens, if they do a conservative action or conservative bill in the the House, it's going to die in the Senate and probably get vetoed, not probably, definitely get vetoed by Biden. So there's there's a uh, frustration of not being able to, to accomplish anything because of that reason. So there's some Republicans who feel it's better to have a bad deal with Democrats Mm -hmm. and get that bad deal passed than to do nothing. My perspective is a no deal is better than a bad deal. So we have to, what we will do is we will take power in 2025. We'll keep the house, regain the Senate. President Trump will get reelected. And then we're going to get the conservative agenda done. We're going to get the agenda. We're going to do the things that we campaigned on. We're going to have a safe and secure border. We're going to have energy dominance. We're going to get rid of the Department of Education. We're going to end the war in Ukraine. We're going to make certain that we get interest rates and uh, spending down. Those are the, those are the promises of, of what I said at the beginning uh, here is we're going to be the party of common sense. And I think we have to the way we do is we have to have a North Star that says these are the principles that we all believe in. Now, we may have disagreements on the edges, but the core foundational pieces that I just laid out, let's get those things done. 
And I think it's with that leadership that we're going to be able to. So there's hope things. for the dysfunction. There's great <laughs> hope, Bob. Do not, for you okay. and your listeners, never yeah. lose hope in this country. What does Senator Bernie Marino want to accomplish in the first 100 days? We're going to, we're going to reform our asylum laws to make it so that you can only come here legally. If you come here illegally, you're automatically returned. You forfeit your right for asylum. Doesn't your position as an immigrant give you a unique viewpoint on that yeah of course bob i mean why would listen if you've came if you came to this country legally and you watch this country reward people who came here illegally it's ex, it's insanely offensive right because why did i follow the right process why did i go through all these steps if you're going to reward the person that skipped in line so we have to do that we have to make certain that we wipe out the drug cartels we have to make certain that we deport anybody who's here not illegally so we send a clear message there is no tolerance for illegal immigration in the united states of america that allows us to have a conversation about legal immigration. We're going to unleash American energy. America is going to be the, the best energy producer on earth. We're going to be the dominant energy power. Countries are going to depend on us for energy. And More windmills? For the <laughs> We're not going to do that with windmills. We're not going to do that with windmills, and certainly not on Lake Erie. Okay? Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. so we're going to have coal. We're going to have nuclear. We're going to have natural gas, which is big here in Ohio. And we're going to make certain that we drink, drill for oil, and we're going to be an energy powerhouse. Get rid of the Department of Education. Get the, get the country back to its constitutional principles of limited federal government. Much more should be done at the state level than at the federal level and reset around that idea. We have about 30 seconds. How can our listeners learn more about Bernie Marino and his campaign? So to learn about me and my endorsement, not only from President Trump, but from Jim Jordan and J.D. Vance, go on my website, BernieMarino.com. Please vote. I'd be honored to have your vote. You can vote tomorrow. You can vote all the way up until March 19th. I'd be honored to have your vote and support. All right. Um, in, I, I misread it. In 30 seconds, why should our listeners vote for Bernie Marino? Just quickly wrap it up. Endorsed by President Trump, a business person, not a career politician. I'm for term limits. I'm only going to serve two terms. My wife will say third term, second husband, to make that clear. Okay? These guys want to be there for the rest of their lives. Nice guys, but they want to be there for the rest of their lives. President Trump knows them. There's a reason he endorsed me and not them. All right. Bernie Marino, U.S. candidate for Senate. We need to take a quick break. And uh, when we return, the plan is, this is live radio, but the plan is to visit with Frank LaRose. Our next guest on Bob Bernie Live. Again, we are here for the Freedom Banquet tonight. And uh, they they have told me that there are a few tickets left. You want to walk in. It's going to be a great, great evening. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. 
with in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com.